This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I have to apologize for bringing this up at lunchtime, but did you see those pictures of mice uh, snacking on baklava at a bakery shop? Uh, They were on television yesterday. And uh, can we be sure that the prepared food we buy is safe? Dine Safe Toronto is under scrutiny again after mice were found snacking on those baked goods at a Queen West bakery over the weekend. The owner of the bakery says it passed the most recent health inspection back in February and that rodents are an ongoing issue in the building. The building manager says the company conducts its own pest inspections monthly. Now, I know that building well. It's across the street from where I used to work at City TV. I used to get lunch there most days. Uh, And I also remember that we used to do very similar stories. I'm talking 20 years ago, and a cameraman out driving the streets would see a similar scene at a different place. They'd find a rodent uh, snacking on something in the middle of the night. I remember back then sometimes being told that the whole problem was an endemic to a very large swath of downtown. So uh, what has changed since then? First of all, how thorough are these health inspections in the first place? Are they taking place often enough? And should stricter measures be taken? We want to hear from you. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Right now, let's go to Avery Addison of Addison Pest Control and Toronto City Councillor and Board of Health Vice Chair Sarah Doucette. Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. How are you today? Fine. Avery, are you there? I'm here. Thanks for having me. Okay. I'm I'm going to start with Avery because you say that this problem has gotten worse recently. Yeah, we see this kind of thing every day. And worsening over the last few years, we've found. At least we're we're a lot busy this season compared to last. And then last season was about double the year before. This this is all rodent activity, rats and mice and everything else. And what, what what's the cause? Uh, it's hard to say exactly. I think there's a number of factors contributing. There's a lot of construction in the city. These buildings that have been condemned for years are being torn down to build condos. The warmer winters, too, I think have an impact. You know, they can thrive longer into the season and over the winter. And, and the density, too, the amount of garbage and and poor garbage disposal practices that come with uh, higher density people downtown core. Uh, Councillor Doucette, is that something that the Board of Health is aware of, that there are more rodents or there seem to be more rodents? Well, I definitely agree with Avery. Every time you have a construction, you're digging up a sidewalk, you're digging up the road, um, you disturb, displace, whatever word you want to call it, rodents. Um and therefore, yes, we are hearing that there are more rats around and there are more mice around. Um, this 
building has is a food court. It's, yeah. I understand five different food activities in there. And by leaving food out, you're kind of saying, hey, we may be close to the public, but we're open to the rodents. <laughs> well, exactly. I, I saw the explanation from that, uh, from the owner, and she said, well, don't worry, because the, this food here is just for display. Uh, it's not the food we actually serve to the public. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I have restaurants in my neighborhood where they have food on display to show what the food looks like, but it's fake. It's made of, I don't know, styrofoam, wax, something mice don't want to eat. So I have no problem with food display, and I think Avery would agree with me. No problem with food display, but you can't have real food out. Well, absolutely. You can't have real food out. Now, has uh, Dine Safe Toronto or have the inspections been ramped up in light of the fact that there are more rodents around? So. On this particular topic, let's just deal with the little mice having a a field day this weekend. Um, Public Health had their food safety inspectors at the store first thing this morning as soon as they could get access to the building. Mm -hmm. The building has been shut down. Okay. And because it's not just one food store, there's five of them, the whole food court has been shut down at this point in time. Um, And therefore, you know, obviously we're taking this very seriously and these mice weren't probably just in one part of the building. They were obviously, as you know, mice need a very, very, very small hole to get through. So they were living in the whole building. So that is why they have been shut down. You mentioned DineSafe. The DineSafe um, website will be updated uh, later today to acknowledge that these premises are right now closed until... You know, hopefully Avery can go in and help and uh, get rid of these, and then there'll be more inspection before they are allowed to reopen. Okay, um, but again, uh, you know, as a consumer, I'd be perturbed that it it takes. You know, this happens to be across the street from a TV station, so okay, they'll find it pretty easily. But th- is that what it takes to find these things? Well, the the the. The public health do inspect these properties two or three times a year. That's what we have staff to do. And other than that, and it's really complaint-driven. So this is what happens here. I remember several years ago, we also had other video um, of mice uh, in other food stores. Um, so we obviously, um, public health does appreciate residents stepping forward and saying, oh, by the way, this is what we've seen. But the, every store is inspected two or three times a year and that's where they do get that dine safe notice and they can't have any any indication of any rodent of any description even in that building whether it's in where they're serving or where they're cooking no no rodent can be in that property at all avery uh, from what you've seen is is that often enough two three times a year uh well it can take you know a few days a few weeks few days for them to get in you know from the time at any point after a di- an inspection uh, only a few weeks or so for an infestation to develop so it's probably not the kind of thing that any manpower could really stay on top of in an adequate adequate way so really you know the owners and the pest control companies servicing these businesses I think that's where the improvements need to be made owners Seeing videos like this and the amount of bad press they can get, maybe that's going to instigate some change. And 
put better practices in place. Well, I, I mean, I, I, you know, the same thing. I, I don't know what happened at the other stalls at, at this food court, but if if the offender was one business that was leaving food out and suddenly all these other people are out of work. Well, mice need very little to subside on. So, you know, open food is, is terrible, but even the little crumbs that fall behind the, the appliances and whatnot, that's all they need. So it's really eliminating the mice, not so much the the other from the other side of it. Okay. Um, and Councillor Doucette, the impression that I had uh, from a long time back was that this problem is really a, a downtown Toronto problem. Would you agree with that? Not necessarily. Um, as I say, nowadays when you know new construction coming in, I mean, there's a lot of people renovating their homes, um, disturbing the grounds, disturbing back gardens and things. So it may be more prevalent downtown, but I'm sure we have it across the city. You know, mice don't just live downtown, to be honest. Um, location, location, they, location. They our fields and open space, I'd imagine, you know. Yeah. But, uh, We're, Addison is all over the GTA for, for situations just like this. I can say it's not just a downtown issue. Okay. Uh, and uh, are there different standards for a full sit-down restaurant as opposed to a stall in a food court, as opposed to a food truck that we're seeing more and more of. Sarah? I'm not sure on different standards. My understanding is wherever you've got food is the same standard. Um, I don't know food truck um, uh, laws, to be honest, on that side of things. But I would imagine if you're serving food, you're serving food. doesn't matter if it's a big restaurant or a small cafe. You're still serving food. Your kitchens still have to be, um, you know, clean and tidy, and you can't have any, any little, you know, droppings lying around from visitors who come at nighttime. Well, actually, I'm trying to think if I've seen those pass signs on food trucks. Can't remember. I mean, maybe, maybe somebody will refresh my memory, but uh, do they need the same kind of inspection? Do we know? That I actually don't know. That's a very good question, and I will find that out as soon as we get off the phone. Okay, thank you for that, because I'm just, I'm just you yeah, know, going through in my mind, and I don't think I see those signs on the trucks that I frequent, uh, though I think food trucks are a very good addition to the city, for yeah. sure. Uh, so where does this um, leave us? I mean, uh, you know... I know the rationale for just saying pass or fail without uh, signing marks or anything like that, but how can people really be sure? Should we be seeing when the last inspection was? Well, the last inspection on this property was in February. Yep. Um, My understanding is obviously once they clean up and once they get reopened, I am sure that our food safety people now have it sort of so-called red flagged and they will go back and do more inspections to make sure as Avery says, in a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, they, you know, we don't have more infestations because, you know, I know how hard it is to get rid of mice who want to come and feed. Um, and you do have to keep on top of it. And instead of them having their pest control come in monthly, which I understand they're doing, they maybe need to wrap that, you know, wrap that up as well. Maybe they need someone in there weekly. Maybe they need to um, be more aggressive on their own side of things. And it's not just the building owner. It's also the tenants who have to be, you know, be doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avery, do you have a recommendation for people who are business owners of this type? Uh, well, I watched the video. I 
yeah. on the news. There was a logo on the mousetrap that, you know, there's there's certain companies that are just notorious for being being uh, lousy at fixing problems like this. So it's a matter of doing their research, finding someone who can really help them. And uh, in terms of frequency, what do you think an appropriate frequency is? Monthly, uh, not enough? We, we always start on a, a weekly or bi-weekly checkup when we take over an account like this. You know, we're usually coming in after other companies have failed to fix the problem. So to ramp it up initially, do a very thorough clean-out, whatever the pest problem is, and then scale that, the, the frequency of the visits up or down, depending on how much activity there is, and teaching the business owners how to monitor it themselves, what to look for. Okay, I time. just got a note from our producer saying that food trucks do have to pass health inspections. Okay. Uh, I'm, but I'm, I'm not sure I see the signs, so I'm, I'll have a good look for the signs. And Sarah, if you could look that up for us, I think that we would will, be helpful. Definitely. Yes. Okie doke. Uh, that is all the time we have for this. Thank you very much to you both, uh, to Sarah Doucette and Avery Addison. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.